0: Welcome to Passports and Postcards, where we discuss everything travel, from cultural inspirations to exciting destinations and everything in between, with your host, Randall McKeown.
1: Welcome to Passports and Postcards. I'm your host, Randall McKeown. On today's show, I'm honored to have Catherine Barker Coclasier. Did I say that right? Coclasier. 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 And she's uh-huh. a she's a travel advisor with uh, Kindly Compass Travel. Yes. And they're based in Virginia?
0: And, uh, we were, but we moved. I am now in uh, Columbia, South Carolina.
1: So, and you specialize in Alaska, Europe, and group packages? I do. Excellent. Yes. Okay. The ideal of this show is to keep people dreaming about travel, even though right now we can't. Well, we can, but we can't. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I would just ask people their thoughts on um, what's happening in travel, where we've been, where we're going. You responded that you'd be interested in talking a little bit. So here we are. We're on our show, fifth show of the season. And I'd like to ask you about your early travel with your prior career. So can you tell us a little bit about that?
0: I lived in Brussels, Belgium for 20 years, and I worked at NATO headquarters, worked with all our allies at NATO, and it was really an eye-opening experience because I learned about all the cultures and the different perspectives in Europe. I traveled all over uh, Europe because Brussels is so centrally located. I was there right when the wall came down, so we got to travel right after the wall came down we went to the Czech Republic and a lot of the Eastern European countries shortly after the wall fell. Anything else you need me to add?
1: Well what was it like to be an American in Europe during that time?
0: Uh, It was a little it was interesting there were a lot more military there was a lot more military influence there uh, U.S. forces there. Uh, I, w- uh, I saw a lot of military um, bases close because after the wall came down, of course, the forces drew down as well. Uh, once the wall came down, we saw a lot of crime go up in Brussels. We, we had a lot of houses that were... People would go out shopping and come back and their house would be completely... All their, the, their possessions were completely gone, the whole house and there was a lot of carjackings. They were carjacking, they were uh, stealing the cars and taking them to Poland and the Czech Republic and Eastern European countries to sell. I was also there during the Bosnia-Herzegovina war. We saw a lot of refugees there as well. So it was just, uh, it was very interesting times for us. We saw a lot of NATO New countries joined NATO after the wall fell down. We saw a lot of Eastern Europeans. I mean, that Eastern Europeans, the Eastern Germans in the German army, which was very interesting to see the mix as well. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was it, it was very interesting time. My husband saw one of the Eastern European guys outside, soldiers outside hugging the, the NATO flag. They were so, and the
1: American flag. They were so happy to be part of the, the Western world a good thing to be part of.
0: Yes, yes, yes. But one of the things that stands out is when I went over there in the military, I was in the Air Force just for four years, and end up just staying in Europe. But one thing that stands out to me is when I was on the airplane flying over there, I sat between a Flemish speaking person and a French-speaking person, and I was so scared. And they were telling me about Belgium, the difference, how the two – how the country so divided by languages, and how uh, they only came together during the World Cup as a country. And that was a really good introduction to Belgium, which I don't think most Americans know that it's such a divided country because it's got three
1: official languages. Sounds a little bit like Canada with our French and our English. We have. Uh, yes, yes. We have one yes, province. And, uh, Switzerland yep. as well got yeah. three official languages. So makes it interesting. Yeah,
0: but yeah, most people don't realize German. They German is even an official language there. And they have a bigger government than we do because they have a education minister for the French, an education minister for the Flemish, and an education minister for the German. So they have a minister representing each of the languages in all the different departments.
1: Big body of government.
0: Yes, yes. So I, I know that's not part of travel, but it's stuff that I think people need to know before they travel to Belgium. Well, and I think Belgium also gets left out of a lot of people's travel destinations. But it's just a fascinating country, and it's a great hub to travel to a lot of different countries because France is three hours away, Germany is three hours away. Amsterdam three hours away and then England is just like a, a channel ride over which is about a two and a half hour ride so and then there's so much history there because there were so many people that died there during the first world war and the second world war is a big thing there too so it's just a fascinating
1: place to visit now you've done a lot of travel now have you done a lot of like personal travel like vacation wise have you gone to other countries
0: Oh, I've been to sixty countries. Right oh wow,
1: there. sixty! We co-
0: travel at least. I even since I've been back here, I I go to Europe at least a couple times a year, and I just like to keep up on my languages. And um, I, right now, I'm going to Sandals in a couple weeks. Right now, the Caribbean is the place where Americans can travel to. Since the coronavirus, I've been down there twice already.
1: And whereabouts have you been in? in the Caribbean uh,
0: to Caribbean I've been to St. Lucia and then um, Jamaica we were at Sandals Montego Bay and also Sandals South Coast and then January the 5th I'm going back down there for a, a Sam tour
1: what what are you currently doing now are you booking travel are you is travel is travel still important like right now big for the Americans or sort of slowed down because of the limitations where they can travel?
0: It's slowed down a lot, but I have some future trips that groups that I have organized. That Well, one, we're going to Normandy on a river cruise. We were supposed to do that last year, but it's got pushed back to next November. And then I'm into ballroom dancing, so since we just moved here to South Carolina, I've made big connections with our... um, the owner of our dance studio so we're planning future dance group travel which i have one of those plans for november of next year too so we're focusing more on future trips and then also the caribbean Except- where americans can go
1: yeah, there's a lot of limitations right now but people are at, suffering cabin fever and they just want to get out Yes, I, yes. I, as i tell my friends and anybody who listens to me is I think with the virus, the biggest thing that I miss is my freedom of movement. Um, I like to uh, travel. The Caribbean is a popular place for me. I've been to England, Ireland, and France. Even my own country. Uh-huh. Even my own country. I know for a period there, the East Coast had a bubble where if you were from Ontario, Quebec, or anywhere west of that, you weren't allowed in their provinces. They were checking everybody, oh, yeah, at the, checking yeah. everybody at the border. So I can understand that, but again, as humans, it's just built in us that we want to travel, we want to explore, and we've been doing it forever. I don't want to keep you too. Yes. I don't want to keep you too long. Do you have anything like any travel that you want to do that's still on your bucket list that you want to get done? Maybe once more countries are open
0: and we've already, we're booked on it for 2022. We're going, we're doing the Waterways, Stars of Africa. Yeah. And that's one place I have yet to go is um, the southern part of Africa. I've been to North Africa, but never the south part. So it's a bucket, it's actually a bucket list trip because it's, it's very high end. From what I understand, it's just absolutely fabulous. And it's something everybody should do in their lifetime.
1: I booked a trip there. We're supposed to be going in 2022 to first to Cape Town for a week and then to a safari, leaving out at Johannesburg for about a week. Yeah, yeah, that's it. A two-week trip. We were going to try to get up to Victoria Falls, but we priced it out and everything. It's going to be a little bit too much, uh, especially with uh, the, the flight travel and we figured the long trip it's going to... We need the rest, so when we get there, we won't be exhausted. But Africa definitely is something that I think everybody, north or south, they should get over there and check it out.
0: Yes, yes, absolutely. But I think the number one place that Americans and Canadians should go is Normandy.
1: Out of respect, is one thing.
0: Yes, it's just fabulous there. So, I mean, not fabulous, but the history is so unique and interesting and makes you so proud to be either Canadian or American.
1: And I know just, just me, one of my side hobbies is genealogy, and I've been able to trace my family back to Normandy, so it's one reason why I need to get back there. Yes, yeah, yeah. But I, I want to thank you for taking the time today to talk to us and inspire us a little bit about travel, a little bit about your career with NATO and going over to Europe, and the fact that you continue to go there whenever you get a chance to. You talked about uh, what what your future plans are, group travel, booking it for the future and finding a hobby or an interest where you can find other like minded individuals so you can form a group. And I think that's a good way to travel. It is. It is the best. Yep. If you'd like to um, in the future, you can come back on the show. I'd always like to have you on. Okay. well, thank you for being there today and being on the show. And have yourself a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year.
0: Merry Christmas to you, too, and thank you very much.
1: Have a great day.